Welcome back to another edition of the Return the Picks podcast. Once again, myself, Ollie Wilson, Jazz Gillum and Dave Bluck trying to win some moolah off the NFL as we attempt to make six-team accumulators every single week. And we talk a little bit of the news, the action in the NFL from the last seven days or so. Uh, This week, we got into mid-season awards. It's not quite mid-season, but our mid-season podcasts were talking about our mid-season rankings and discussion of every team in the NFC and the AFC. So this is like the just after mid-season awards, which I guess is when they start Pro Bowl voting and things like that in a few weeks anyway. So it kind of makes sense to start talking about that. But um, yeah, it was a good shout, Jazz, uh, for getting this on. And it was quite an unprepared topic that we all seemed to agree on, which was odd. Because we all forgot about it until as we start recording. Which is a, a great way to prepare for something that takes a little bit of thought. Well, we wouldn't have had much else to talk about, really, aside from Antonio Brown breaking mailboxes or something like that down in Florida, as he fits in perfectly to his new uh, climate. Surroundings. Yeah. Yep. And Has Tom Brady kicked him out of the house yet? <laughs> the show still goes on, and the the security camera footage in that house is just... Yeah, I feel like the Terry Bradshaw show might get usurped by the Tom Brady... And Antonio Brown show. And Antonio show. Brown show. That's primetime viewing. Yeah, that's. Yep. I'd watch that. Yeah, that's. Ev- Does he live in the house or is he in like a pool? I don't house, know if he still like- lives with him. He was living with him when they were at New England. Ah, uh, okay. I thought the whole idea was that he was down. living with him as well in Tampa. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. There, are, don't know if that's the case. But yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I mean, New England. To be fair, Tom Brady probably has like a fourteen-bedroom house, so maybe it's non-issue. Yeah, but like you probably one run into each other once a week. That only gives Derek you. Derek Jeter's old house, I think. That only gives you 13 days of bedrooms that Antonio Brown can smash up before you're out of other bedrooms. <laughs> so There's probably other rooms in the house, though, as well. Yeah. Yeah, but one of those will definitely be Giselle's, like, nice room. You know, right. where nobody else really goes in there. That's all of her nice stuff and everything like that. One of those will be Tom's, like, jersey trophy room and stuff like that. Um, so it'd be kind of awkward when Antonio starts The place starts where Alex Guerrero lives. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you know uh, Ollie? Prince texted me. Uh, our friend Prince messaged me the other day saying how crazy Antonio Brown looks on um, on the fancy app. His photo, he's got those crazy eyes, and he wrote a little uh, paragraph for me. He looks like a man who has a room in his home just full of shoes, but only left-footed shoes, and only ones worn by moderately successful Japanese businessmen. <laughs> that level of crazy that's niche <laughs> it's it's niche and i did respond to him saying that i thought that yes that would be a sign that antonio brown was crazy but it may be a sign that prince, prince is, yeah, crazy. is crazier than <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's yeah. like in scrubs hooch is crazy but i think prince might be the guy yeah prince is yeah and he'll probably be listening to this as well so hey, prince shout out to prince you crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't come near me so, yeah. <laughs> oh my, that's cool. uh, that's deep. Uh, we did offensive and defensive rookies of the season, along with the overall rookie of the year. We did offensive and defensive yeah. players of the year, along with MVP. Uh, we did coach of the year, and we did comeback player of the year. And yeah, general consensus was we mostly all agreed. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't think there's too many people that can argue too much against what we said anyway, because we'll. Fight no, them. I agree. No, I think we'll we're fight a them. Bit, <laughs> we'll fight them in the, be- some of the beaches. Stuff. We'll fight them in the air. Uh, we all we all agreed. So that's three against one. So 
Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. We got the microphones, bitch. Uh, don't break them. It's expensive. So yeah, we yeah, need those. Don't, don't. Yeah. Don't yeah. cover that. We'll, yeah. we'll pay you not to break the microphone. Yeah, actually, just leave us that we'll agree yeah, with you. Yeah, whatever. Let me say. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, bad week for all three of us in betting. Yeah, not a great week. Um, Four and two, so it's not too well, bad. I finally for me, dipped but... under five hundred. Got to two and two, three and one. Had a push. You've been threatening to do that for a while. Yep, threatening it. Yeah. Um, Mistakes well, no, you made. Did, you did do it in week eight when you went four and two, so that was below 500 as well. Um, and you did it in week six where you went one and five. Oh, no, I mean, I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean look at oh, the stat man here. Hold on, hold on. Let, let, By let's the just, way, let's just clarify this. You, you've actually been terrible <laughs> consistently. Let's clarify this. <laughs> I have gone under 500 on the overall. Because last week I was man. completely half and half. This week I have had a push, so it's taken me below. But your bet this week, Jazz, it is, a sneak sneak peek is fire. It is big. Yeah, Jazz. What? It, yeah. So you went. What did you get? The the Bucks minus six. Yeah, and I got the Dolphins minus two and a half. And then you lost on the Titans, the Eagles, and the Seahawks. Dave went for a, a plus five with the Panthers, which was an error. Ugh. And he went like all of error. us with the Seattle Seahawks, which was an error. But he got the Bills in Arizona with uh, plus 56 points, helped by the two late touchdowns. The Raiders to win, the Vikings to win, and the Saints at minus seven. So mm. uh, Jazz has, what, 29 correct bets this season. That is, yep, that is the lowest. Uh, trying to go <laughs> Jameis Winston 30 for 30. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, if I win this week... You can all bow down. Whatever. Uh, we'll get into that at the end of the podcast. This is the beginning where we gloat. Uh, Dave has 33 <laughs> <laughs> victories uh, this year so far the, for this week, helping him out. And I'm still three games ahead with 36. So if you want advice. I want a recount. I want a recount. <laughs> wanna... They seem popular. I'm going to get my lawyers. I got, I got Ru- Rudy Giuliani. I got, I don't know, that guy from the west wing and uh we, we want to recount yeah well if you want to recount you have to come to just outside the adult bookstore to talk about it so don't worry about it <laughs> i will i was already there baby <laughs> i was already there <laughs> jokes on you i'm the best customer uh yeah so we did our our awards and our bets and let's get into the podcast enjoy over the middle picked up Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. Let's start with uh, the offensive rookie of the year to go first i wonder what you think i wonder what ollie's gonna go for justin jefferson oh <laughs> yeah it's the guy who's another is, justin yeah i thought it was be another justin indeed no no justin jefferson is the rookie of the year uh, uh offensive rookie of the year he's an awesome wide receiver oh i, well, I think I it's get, good I to not it. have a qb it. so i get it the reason the why Eagles... he's picked justin jefferson is because <laughs> he's gonna have his his actual rookie of the year is gonna be justin herbert and he couldn't give him to both that's why he's done that. 
That's why he started there to trick us. That's what he's done. I like oh, it. Oh, are we doing a rookie of the year as well? Of course you are. Oh, it's, okay. The, 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 the awards are rookie of the year and offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Oh, right. Crikey, there's three rookies. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, my... Okay, well... There you go, then. Yeah, that, that, that works even better. Then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because I was leaving... Jazz is, Jazz is playing chess. You're playing checkers. Ja- well, Jazz has just played it into my hands to give Justin Herbert more accolades because I yeah. wasn't actually going to have Herbert on my list. Uh, I was going to have Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Justin Jefferson is the best offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, um, I mean, I just had Herbert and Jefferson uh, with a and slash it, in between. And it's kind of a killer because that's who the Eagles should have taken. That's the yeah. reason why it annoys me even more. Cause yeah, how's your boy getting on? Is he injured? Jalen Rager is back from injury, but playing oh, in yeah. a garbage team, so it doesn't matter. However, uh, if you had a pit Jefferson and say the Rager have gone to the Vikings, Rager would have done better because their offense seems to be working better than Wentz and his Yeah, but Jefferson, Jefferson this week clearly showed that... you. I, I mean, I watched this, um, the Vikings-Bears game, which was kind of a waste of time for watching aside from watching Justin Jefferson um, mm-hmm. and a bit of Dalvin Cook uh, wasn't Dalvin Cook's best game but Justin Jefferson showed in that game that Kirk Cousins looks to him in like the bigger throws the more important throws I think red zone Thielen is still like one that he goes for but Justin Jefferson was the go-to look on a lot of the third downs particularly third second and long because he knows that he can also do a lot more after the catch as well. He's so wonderfully physical downfield with his corners, but still fair. And um, and his route running, I it's mean, I'm not going to pretend that I know a lot about what makes a really good route runner, but it's like one of those things where you know it when you see it. And yeah. when I see Justin Jefferson run his routes, you're like, that looks crisp compared to other guys that look a bit more all over the place. So yeah, he's he's the best offensive rookie that I've seen this year. I'd agree with that. I haven't got well, he's number seven on uh, he's number seven in on receiving yards. Yeah, that's nuts for a rookie. That is absolutely nuts. You don't tend to really hear about receivers that much until their second, third years. Mm-hmm. Even the quality ones. Even Metcalf, who's breaking out this year. Last year he was exciting, but he wasn't. I don't think he put up really. No, he wasn't big as good as Jefferson's been this year. He, no uh, way. Nor was AJ Brown um, when he was in his rookie year last year. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a, you know, Calvin Ridley recently came in and looked really good in like real short, sharp bursts of like two, maybe three games. He'd pick up some touchdowns and then he'd go quiet yeah. again in that first yeah. year with the Falcons. Jeff, yeah, Jefferson's the, Jefferson's the best. I'm trying to, I'm just and looking down the list to find a, the next. Uh, even elite crew. Again, CD Lamb has played well too, but I think if he'd played had well Prescott, in a bad team. Yeah, I well, think you have to go been there the whole time. Maybe different story. Rugs as Just well, didn't... though. Like uh, Oakland <clears throat> don't seem to be using rugs as well as the Vikings is that... are using Jefferson. Or is that because rugs can't get open enough? Maybe because they know that he's. Ver- I'm not saying he's not good at route, at route running, but he's very fast and he's very much a Tyreek Hill deep threat vertical one that's going to run either past you on a streak or he's going to go for a post or a corner. It's not really going for finesse routes like Jefferson is, and also the sh- more intermediate routes. He's going more for the long ones. So your chances of getting the ball thrown to you there aren't quite as great if you're playing teams with a good pass rush. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe but it's yeah, targets yeah, but for yeah, Just on that list, I know it's not everything receiving yards, but just going, you have to go down to number 22 to find C.D. Lamb. It's yeah, 200 yards less, you know. If Dak um, Prescott had still been there, he'd probably be higher than Jefferson. Potentially, yeah. I mean, he does look really good as well. I he think uh, Judy's been good as well, even though the... Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's another guy that's ended by... The situation is terrible. What's around him, yeah, but... Uh, 
Yeah, I, I hope so for Drew Lock coming to the year, but he's uh, he's really not done very much at all. No, no that was a no, that was a, a hill I'm glad that you decided to step off rather than die on. Of Drew Lock, no, he will do all right this year. I think he'll be okay. Uh, well, I said that preseason, and then it's kind of yeah, I know. And I was and I said preseason that there's no way that's going to happen. So it's like it doesn't matter when you say it. It was wrong. So. Well, like Dave and Baker Mayfield. Indeed, I'm still I'm still hanging, You're still out there. dying on that hill. <laughs> I'm like kind of halfway up the hill, just like like I've stopped, like I was at the top, and now I like come down, and I'm just having a little picnic. Yeah, so was, I uh, might go back up, and I might just it, like it was cloudy so on the top, so you're not going to head to the summit because there. Yeah, are, but uh, it's actually halfway conditions. down. Halfway down, I'm getting some nice views, and I'm like, ah, like it's quite nice here. Like the sun's broken out through the clouds, you know. Mm. So it's like. I yeah. might I might go back up, but I probably won't. I'll probably just <laughs> I mean if by the sun you mean Nick Chubb returning to the offense, so now it looks okay, then yes. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they did nothing on <laughs> yeah. offense last week. Yeah. So Very little. whatever. Um, oh wow, that's a consensus Apart straight from off him the bat, running really. out of running out of uh, bounds that was wild and very annoying in fantasy right ollie yeah but he was told to i mean i won so it doesn't matter um but he hey was... look at him blo- gloating oh <laughs> he's getting excited <laughs> yeah he's beginning to believe uh but he was getting uh told to go out of bounds um, yeah it was the right call to, yeah. of course so it's the right to thing not to get not get the touchdown yeah so just, just annoying for fans was, although was, i enjoyed the a... story that he said um he said he forgot half like with 10 yards to go 10 yard at the 10 yard line he'd forgotten until that point that he was meant to not get a <laughs> touchdown and then he was like oh no i need to just not get a touchdown and he's you know a unit so he can't exactly stop on a dime or anything so he's like i gotta like slow down and get out of bounds or something it's the yeah. mistake that todd Gurley made i was gonna say if, if only todd Gurley could have had the same uh yeah hindsight yeah well that's an oh, agreement. that's good that's a quick easy offensive rookie so should we do cool. a f- defensive rookie yeah, I think I know Jazz's because I think it's going to be the same as mine. But what have you got, Jazz? Can't think of on top of my head, if I'm honest. Really? Antoine Winfield yeah. Jr.? Oh, of course. It's been yep. awesome. He's Great just fun to, He's just fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, real fun to watch. I can't think of um, another Ricky that's kind of stood out, to be honest. Not really. I was going to say, because it started really br- uh, brightly for um, Chase Young in Washington. Like yeah, but he, in terms of penetration yeah. and looking like an absolute talent, it's great. But he doesn't. He have cost them the game last to, week. I yeah, see, I've he cost them the game. The back end of the Washington right. So game. the 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 Lions were on a drive. I think it was third and maybe fifteen, sixteen, and there was an incomplete pass. But Chase Young came round. Stafford threw the ball, and now he's hitting mm. Stafford. If he that's, doesn't do that, the Lions don't make the ground up and they don't then get the winning t- uh, field goal. That's an excitable rookie error, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Whereas um, Anton Winfield Jr. looks like he's got great coverage. He's a good playmaker. He just flies ball. around. He is really yeah. good fun to watch. Yeah, I completely forgot about him. I'm surprised. Yeah, I thought that would have been. I thought that was almost the reason why we were doing yeah. defensive rookie. Yeah, because you, you, you brought him up him a couple of times. So much yeah. earlier in the You've year. forgotten about You ditched him now. You're it's, coming down from the hill. It's been a long day. You're having a picnic. Hey, I'm not ditching him. He's definitely, I think, of all the rookies we've had so far defensively, he's been the best <laughs> one. He's had the most splash plays and the most kind of taped kind of back up his uh, his stats in some way. So I'm, uh, I'd definitely pick him. Yeah. Outside of defensive end and maybe corner back, although you don't tend to see them dominate in their first years, it's like. I don't know. You don't tend to see rookies shine in defenses, do you? Sometimes Is that you a... get safeties doing it. They're not very common for linebackers unless they're special. 
Yeah, because I mean, you need Devin the size White was very still. good last year. So did Devin Bush when they both came out. Yeah, but you need the size a lot of the time still at linebacker and a bit more of experience when you're in the middle of the defensive yeah. field to read the game well and to actually. I think it's a big step up as well. Like, yeah, it's a big learning curve. Yeah, um, it, both in physically and in mm. speed of the game. And like, also, if you're getting drafted in the top fifteen, chances are you're going to a dog shit team sometimes. Yeah, and so you're going to be well, surrounded like, by nothing. Yeah, and offensive offensive players just tend to get the highlights, don't they? Yeah. we tend to talk about them more. Yeah, like yeah. I remember, I'm just trying to think of the Falcons because they don't like. You know, if it's your own team, you kind of you know your rookies a lot better. You remember their names and you you're looking out for them more. I know, remember Dion Jones making an impact as soon as he came in. Yeah, he he had a great first year, but I can't think of too many other rookies just even on my own team on the defensive side that have really Keanu Neal like a little bit. But yeah, he got I mean when Derek like when Derek Barnett got drafted for the Eagles and came in and was great, like, but that was kind of obvious that he was going to be a big part of the outside edge rush and edge rushes yeah. as well. They get. A lot of the limelight in the in the defensive positions anyway. So, because if they're making plays, they're generally important plays, either stopping the yep. run on the edge or getting to the quarterback. So yeah, and if they're physically dominant enough, like a Chase Young or you know a Clowney or a like TJ Watt, a TJ Watt. Well, that leads us segues us <laughs> in quite nicely because he would be one of my candidates. He was before the season started, and I think he still would be right in that running. For defensive player of the year, I think he would be at this what point. What do you reckon? I think so. He's at nine sacks already. Um, yeah. Maybe nine and a half. It might be. And Darius sure, Leonard is the only. I'd say only he's a very a strong one him, as well. Yeah. Yeah. If he stays healthy the rest of the year and carries on just dominating with that Colts defense, yeah. you can see him definitely winning it. I haven't watched as much Colts, I must admit, because I find them fairly boring. Yeah. Um, I've watched more Steelers because you guys play really interesting games this year. So I haven't, to be fair, I'm more kind of parroting other people talking up Darius Leonard, and I know that he's he's leading in sacks and stuff like that. Um, leading in sacks? No, Miles I... Miles Garrett's the sack leader. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh my bad. See, no, no, sorry. He's on. He's on PF. Uh, PFF had him as the number one defensive player at the moment, and that's based on loads of different stats. So right. That's my yeah, bad. it would make sense. Even even if you go for middle linebackers, uh, Levante David and Devin White have both looked excellent this year in that Bucks defense as well. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. And uh, what's his face? Emmanuel Ogba for the Dolphins. Not to say he's going to win it. I know. Yeah, he's, he's had a great year. Very good. Yeah, he's had a very good year so far. Okay, so who are you going with as your? So you're both going TJ Watt. I'm going TJ Watt. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with it because it was my preseason bet, and he's not like I think he's in that right in that conversation. So I'm not gonna like move out of my. Original pick. I'm, I'm going with the helmet, yeah. the helmet swinger. Including <laughs> Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's also yeah. a good pick because Miles Garrett's been an he's absolute their best monster. player on offense or defense. So. Yeah, on what has been a yeah. outside of him, a kind of surprisingly disappointing Cleveland Browns defense. Miles Garrett's sure. efforts up front are quite Herculean at times. I was going to say a surprisingly bad Browns team in general, not just. He's defense. won them games. Like yeah. there's been a, f- I can't think of exactly which games. Maybe it was against the Bengals. He's had some like play ending, um, some some game ending uh, hits on the quarterback and stuff. He's having a really good season. And he just looks yeah, like he's fair. taken, a, he's taken, he's taken a leap as well. He's taken a step in yeah. how often he's able to get off contact and get runs at quarterbacks. I mean, he leads the leads in league in sacks at the moment, but it's the amount of penetration he gets 
that's that's always the more interesting thing is when you see like Aaron Donald, for instance, this year has kind of gone quiet and been under the radar. And I remember at the beginning of the year, people were talking about he's on pace to break the season sack record, which was great. But there was not much talk really about Aaron Donald and the quality that he was doing. But when you watched him and when you watched the Rams, the amount of times that he causes a problem on any play is yeah. so much more interesting than just the amount of times that he gets a sack anyway, which is why I think he should still be up there in the conversation as well for Defensive Player of the Year. I just would yep. like to see uh, Miles Garrett get it this year because I think he's just edging it at the moment over Donald, which is a really tough thing to say because they're like you know, 0.5 between each other, uh, not just in the sack race either, but yeah, in general. Just telling that we're all talking about defensive linemen or edge rushers that are going to be trying to get to the quarterback. We're not talking about safeties. I suppose we've talked Darius Leonard at once, but we're not really going too far into the second or third levels of the defense, are we? Well, they haven't been well, that great. Another, another well, Savian Howard is... Go on, Dave. I was just going to say Chandler Jones, but he's injured now. Yeah. Because he started the season really well. But Xavier Howard of the Dolphins, he's kept a lot of receivers in check this year. Mm-hmm. But there's not a been, very good thing. There's not been many players that you're like, you can't throw on him this year. Xavier Howard's been not far off that. I'm sure when they played the Bucks, Evans had pretty hard to have a shutdown corner at the moment. The way like offenses run. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Like it's just, just the schemes are so complicated, and there's well, and they, it's also so much it's trickery. also biased towards the offense anyway in terms of the calls uh, and penalties that are getting dished out. You know, there yep. are some really poor, uh, and I think I've kind of been on this little mound for most of the year of intermittently at least on here of just dog crap, kind of pushing and shoving downfield as receivers are trying to break free, which five, QB's six years ago, you're up. just like, oh, it's fine. They're just scrapping it out, jockeying for position. And now it's like, oh, get the flags out. That's an illegal contact. So oh, just give it a rest. Let the bloys blay. Let the <laughs> let the bloys blay. Let the bloys blay. Um, that sounds like Brian Badondi from Face Jacker. Let the, I, I've never watched Face Oh, he just says everything blue, blue, that. So it's... <laughs> Isn't it yeah. called Phone Jacker? It started off as Phone Jacker and they did Face Jacker where he dressed up as the people. Oh, okay. Feels like you made that second bit up. I mean, you can Google it if you'd like. <laughs> Does sound like a terrible spin-off movie of Face Off. Right, well, I'm just going to quickly <laughs> show jacker. you these, these, this here now. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, comeback player of the year. Um, well, let's go. Let's do the... Do we need to do rookie MVP? Well, it's Justin Herbert. It's Justin Herbert for no me. It's Justin Herbert. We're, no we're going to that. Right, okay. take that wave. But it's Justin Herbert, isn't it? Yeah, it's Justin Herbert. It is, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jazz just playing his phone. If it was, if Ky- if it was Kyler Murray's first year, I'd say Kyler Murray. Yeah. But it's not, so it's Justin Herbert. Yeah, well, he won it last year, so he wouldn't win it two years in a row, would he, dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. A d- I said. Oh, I would have said him, it. but it's not his first year. So, so analysis is that? Jesus. He'd be rookie just... of the year if he was a rookie. <laughs> He's only in his second year, could, though, so it's not like... I if could... I said it about a fifth-year player, oh, Tom Brady maybe, would be the maybe MVP that would have warranted such an aggressive response from you. I could see like Terry Bradshaw on the Fox broadcast just saying something like that, though. Like, Terry's so not... Got... Not said anything in a while, and he's just... Saying, well, I could see him being a rookie of the year if it was his first year. <laughs> and so everyone just looks a, like Terry. He's what? got a reality show now. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he and his family got a reality show. 
What's going on in the What's world? interesting about them? I was going to say, you. that must be boring, right? His daughter is exceptionally uh, talented as a singer, apparently. I thought you were going to say attractive. <laughs> yeah, I She's you... also very attractive. Oh, okay, that's what yeah. you meant. Wait, is... You don't give a shit about her singing. Is his daughter... Don't like, I? Is her name... No, you don't. <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw or something, isn't that the singer? No. Is, she, so. is, she, is she like a famous... That's the character from Sex and the yeah, City, Yeah, that is, it? yeah. Oh, right. Terry is that the Bradshaw. slaggy one? That's bad that I know that, right? <laughs> no. That's the main That's the main girl from uh, Sex and the City. She wasn't the slaggy one. Samantha Jones is the slaggy one. Oh, okay. Well, Tammy. Is... No, no, hold on. Rachel or Erin would be... Or, yeah. Rachel or Erin would be the... Uh... Are these Sex and the City characters or the Bradshaws' Brad- daughters? Uh, Terry Bradshaw's daughters. Okay, all right, okay. Um, ne- neither of them, actually, I need to pay more than three seconds of attention to, so I don't know why we're going this long down. Uh, down the Bradshaws, but yeah, it's a reality I'm TV show. I'm interested in the not... Bradshaws. I think we should all watch some and then review it. You want to do that week? Thanksgiving? We can yeah, bef- kind of. before the games. Yeah. We can download a few episodes of the Bradshaws. I mean, I think we're only going to need to download one. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of I can see how it's going to go, but but I'd like to watch the one. Do you remember how like that Hulk Hogan reality show? Hogan is best. Just showed Hulk Hogan doesn't actually have any real control in his own household. And that was kind of weird because Hulk Hogan was like the man and then you saw him in his household and you're like, Hulk Hogan's kind of a bitch. He was a man when it was scripted. Yeah. Whereas I imagine this being like, oh, Terry Bradshaw is like an NFL icon, you know, unbelievable legacy in the game. And then it'll be Terry doddering around the house looking for milk. And you're like, oh, that's just kind of sad and depressing. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Osborne was. Terry, Terry, you didn't put bins out. (laughs) You didn't put the beans out, Terry. Who's taking my beans, Sharon? So, Coach of the Year. I, I'm obviously... Brian gonna, Flores! That's a very good pick. I'm picking Mike Tomlin all day. So... Homer. Yeah, completely. Completely. He's, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not apologising for that at all. He's 9-0. So, come at Brian, me with Brian an Flores, undefeated though, season at the moment. So definitely deserves a lot of credit, though. He's taken that team and really turned it around. I yeah, and I do think Mike Tomlin is having obviously having a great season. But they're the only thing with the Steelers is they haven't blown teams out when I feel like they should have a little bit, like Dallas. Um, yeah, well, oh, that one the in particular sticks in my in my craw <laughs> because I bet on it. But I don't know. I guess with coaching, you just see you see a when a coach makes a team better than they are, better than the sum of their parts. And I really feel like Brian Flores with the Dolphins is punching well above his weight because they haven't got any stars, okay. really. Like where are the stars? And two is playing well in his first few starts, and Fitzpatrick was playing well before that, but not like not enough to get to like competing in that division. Yeah, to being, you know, five, six wins and looking like they're going to well, go on and and more of a run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah both, both both, of those teams, I think the margins that they've won games by are due in great part to the execution of what the coaches are planning in the week and in general the calls, that the, co- the decisions that the coaches make. And I think, yeah, I think I agree with both. You could take either one. Yeah. Uh, I think Flores, you'd probably give it I don't know, actually. 
the job Flores has done in turning around Miami in general is pretty impressive. Yeah. But then Tomlin, I was about to say on a legacy thing, would you give it to Flores? But then legacy of Tomlin is like, you know, he just doesn't have losing seasons. He won He's eight games with Mason Rudolph. Exceptionally consistent coach. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, I don't think this Steelers offense is that impressive, but it plays smart Yet. football. Yeah, yeah, but well coached, well coached though. Yeah, it looks it comes well coached. Up, it? It That's the to. thing, and the defense and and is massive. Yeah, and they're pulling in these receivers. Yeah, it's just credit to Big Ben as well for spreading it around and looking for the open guy. But to bring in these guys from seemingly nowhere, like Johnson and Claypool, and like you know, it's quite annoying for me in fantasy having Juju Smith-Schuster because I'm looking at like the box score and I'm like, well, why is he not getting any points? And it's because they're bringing in all these other guys as well. And that's good coaching, isn't it? Like, Yeah. I, so, I mean, there's yeah. also a big thing with the GM. Look, it's just a well-run yeah. franchise. Kevin Colbert's been there since 2001. So he's I had know. the chance just, to carry on building teams again and again. Just a horrifically <laughs> good, structured franchise. There's never any yeah. like panic at the Steelers. Even last no. year when like QBs are dropping by the wayside. It's like, okay, well, we'll just deal with the situation. It's not like, you know, oh my God, ah! Nobody's running around like a headless yeah, chicken. Nobody's having fights with their offensive line coach like they're having in New York at the moment. Yeah, and things I saw like that. that. That's hilarious. That's such a good story. That's crazy, man. That's Do we know so why this, the the fight started? By the way, no. I and don't. some people think it could be like myth and hyperbole as well. Right. Like it's just like the, the coach was fired and he said, "Well, I got him to fight with him. He had to fire me because I beat his ass." That's all. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you so easily believe that that's happening in New York though shows something. <laughs> well, it's about New that York, team. isn't it? Like it's wild as a city, you know. Like you don't want yeah. to mess but with New Yorkers. I expected more from the Jets than I would the Giants, though, because I think the Jets are more of a combustible organization at this point. Yeah. The Giants have at least won a couple of games. Well, nah, games the, I think the Jets are defeated as an organization. Oh, they've already given up. Yeah. Like, well, in I mean, fairness, yeah, that's that's dumb. what Jamal Adams came out and said, that he, Whereas, he struggled with depression when playing for the Jets because he's not used to losing. That's all they did. Whereas Joe Judge is bringing that fire and intensity. I mean, you said yourself, Jazz, you'd run through yeah, walls. Yeah, I was, I was really run through a wall for him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Joe Judge is bringing that fire, and if somebody fires back at him, Joe Judge isn't going to sit around and be like, oh, whatever. He's now in New York, so he's got to be a New York guy as a head coach, the head coach of a New York franchise, a franchise yeah. that has won Super Bowls in the last decade. And then... He's going to step up and start swinging to show that he's the big dog in the Big Apple. <laughs> that's how, like that's that how it goes in, that that how it goes in New York. Yeah. yeah. Is there anybody else that you'd want to like put into that conversation? Is Andy Reid, just because he won a Super Bowl last year, going a little bit under the radar for being 8-1? and one? Um, possibly, possibly, but also I think Andy Reid has... It's hard Reed to be coach of the year if you've a, won the Super Bowl the year before. And he's yeah. probably got the best like offense on paper by, a f- in terms of the number of weapons that they have, it's yeah. them and the Bucks really. Like there is yeah. an expectation so he, that they should yeah. be doing that, whereas they should be really good. You feel yeah. that Pittsburgh and Miami are winning in part largely because of the coaching job. Uh, to be honest, I think John Gruden deserves a bit of credit. Yeah, and, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Fair. Yeah, that's a great shout. That's very fair, if they, especially if they beat the Chiefs again. That'd be huge. That'd be a yeah. If they swept the Chiefs. They'd only be would they be two games back if they if they beat the Chiefs as well? Uh yeah. Are they Eight six wins? Six. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. 
and and it, yeah, I'd love to see them in the playoffs. And again, we Gruden. Awesome. It's also like it's a it's a long term thing that's coming to fruition. Like they, it, it's the moves that he and Mike Mayock have made over the last couple of seasons. Now it's starting to look like it's working. It looked a bit like it was working at the back end of last year, second half of the season. Yep. Now it looks like it's happening and it's getting better. Yeah, you, and they're not a team of stars either. Like Derek Carr is has proved this year that he is if he's got good coaching he's got enough stuff around him that he can be a top half quarterback but nobody's seeing him as like a superstar Mm. and i could still see him losing his job next year i wouldn't be surprised depending on what qb's available available. yeah it's it's hard to say but i think that Derek carr's taken a leap forward this year and obviously looks far more comfortable especially having more weapons around him and josh jacobs emerging well it's not saying emerging he was really good last year but taking a step as well don't you hold so, yeah, car to the it. same? Don't you hold car to the same standard though as when he almost won the MVP, like a little bit? But then he obviously got injured, and then it all kind of fell off the wheel. The wheels just fell off, didn't it? Yeah, but I mean, I just don't think I don't think he's he looks like he's necessarily taken a leap because he was almost the MVP kind of thing. Well, I see it as he's he's bounced. Oh, that's an Adam Partridge phrase. He's bounced bounce back. back. Yeah, <laughs> he's got good bounce back ability. Yeah, uh, and I and I think it's great to see him getting back <laughs> to being maybe going from an average quarterback to being a good quarterback in the NFL. But I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure whether he's like making a leap as in whoa, he's taking that step up to like the higher echelons of. Okay, QB maybe I used like the wrong word. He looks more comfortable. But they, that is enough, though. Like, he could... If he plays like he has been playing, that's enough for a team to go to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Like, if, if the rest of the team's good enough. Yeah. Um, And they're beating good teams. So, yeah, John Green's a really good shout. I'd actually... I'd put him third then, after those two. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, you talked me into it. That was a good shout. Fair. You know All who right. else we, uh, we've we not really talked about is Coach of the Year? Mike Adam McCarthy. Case. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fucking base. <laughs> Bargain basement on both of those. Point, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, at least with Adam Gase, you expected them to be a pretty crap. With Mike McCarthy, they was like, "Oh, Dallas have got this offensive mastermind. What are they gonna do?" Shit, the bed is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> remember how you text your friend? I can't remember who it was. You text said, "Oh, you bet you can't wait to go eight and eight with the Cowboys," and he told you to fuck off because that was never going to happen. Yeah. He was right. They're never getting to weight wins this year. <laughs> <laughs> no. Richard Graves of Sky Sports, that would be. Richard oh, there Graves you go. of Sky Sports. <laughs> yeah. hey, they'd be lucky to get to four wins at this point, if I'm honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, they're anybody just... anybody in the NFC East would be lucky to get to four wins, Jess. That's a, that's a division-winning I mean, number. Giants are one game off. Yeah, yeah. So is the Eagles. Yeah, that, that Giants are going to win the NFC East thing. I've been been chirping about for the last few weeks i know it's, uh, yeah it's gonna happen it's looking stronger jazz hated it last week but you gotta admit there's a little yeah, I just, bit I of just fire didn't there. see that shit happening last weekend i just didn't yeah, see it i did oh it happens but i didn't yeah. like that ollie still bet against his team but it's another discussion yeah we'll save that for when we get into the gambling picks right so uh <laughs> so don't so, coach we got mvp offensive player of the offensive year player of the year and comeback yeah. let's go come with back. comeback Comeback is difficult because I can't think of anyone. Comeback is easy. Comeback is it's gonna be, so easy. It's going to be Alex Smith so, after this weekend because he's going to win. It's a hundred percent Alex weekend, Smith. And then it's going to be Alex Smith in his first okay. NFL. His in, well, in his first NFL start back in for two years, he had career highs in 
passes completed, passes attempted, and I they should have won that game. Well. Yeah, but they so the annoying. Lions should have won that game because they went up really early and they just turned themselves off. Yeah, Detroit are going to be Detroit. The Washington right. football team had no right to be anywhere near the end of that game. No right whatsoever. Yeah, oh, you, it would have been you could so say good. That about, oh, I agree, it would have been. You could say that about the Bears in their victory against the Lions in in Week One as well. Yeah. Like, there was no right to, be, but they were in the game. Alex Smith, that even the fact that he's on the field is the comeback story of the year, let alone. And I know it's an easy one. And to be honest, I wouldn't have wanted to put it if it wasn't for the fact that in his first start last week, he came in and actually threw a hell of a game. It's, yeah, that's fair. It's, I, just, just, I think that I'd like to see someone who's just done a bit more, that's all. Well, who's, the, who's your candidate then? I haven't got one. I can't think of one on top of my head. That, I guess in some ways Alex Smith would be the only one to really think of. Well, no one's a... really had a big injury, come back and really shone. Miles Garrett came back from that hell of a suspension he had. <laughs> Antonio Brown might do it maybe at the end of the year. Oh my goodness. It's, it's you like, actually it's taking like the... Antonio Brown over Alex Smith. That is hey such man. a horrible juxtaposition of people. <laughs> it's kind of like the equivalent of going on like X Factor and like before you, you've got a veteran <laughs> who's lost both legs and... They've got this amazing story, and they've got their daughter with them, and they cr- everybody's crying. And then you go on, and you're just this schlub, who's <laughs> and they're like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm from from Birmingham, and I work in a factory." And and I've had a really tough time as well because this one time, Dave bought. <laughs> Dave said he was getting a round in, and he only bought four pints back, and there were five of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I went without. <laughs> so pray for me. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, that's more, that's more of a, yeah, or we'll slightly scouse that one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely Liverpudlian on that one. Definitely know. not Brummy. Just saying, you can't compete with Alex Smith this year. He's got it sewn up. Sewn up like his leg. <laughs> He's got <it> sewn up. <laughs> okay, Wait, does that mean it's going to all go wrong at the last minute? Like his leg. <laughs> <laughs> like his leg. Ah. Yeah. He'll be fine. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There's not really... Anybody else that I could? Like, who, who else it's hard to, yeah, I can't think of anyone else that really has come back from injury or suspension or retirement. Even Alden Smith has not been too bad in fairness for the Cowboys after his four, four, five years out of the league. Yeah, but it's hard to give. Well, you can't give it to him. I'm just saying that he's had a relatively decent season for having that long out of the league. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything anyone else either, really. I mean, even, even Alex Smith evaded my brain to begin with. So, hey, what do I know? Not Alex Smith. Teddy Bridgewater. That's not first, a comeback, though, is it? First year as a starter. He's having a great year. It's not a comeback. It's a, It'd be it's interesting a loose to see one, what they, but you could... It's going to be interesting to see what they do, actually, a quarterback. Well, he's injured, we'll talk isn't about he? that towards the end of the year. Yeah. Let's but he's injured what, for um, this week, isn't he, Bridgewater? He is for this week, but he's not. it's not a long term, is it? don't think he's so... Just a, but I know. He's but not. I mean, like in terms of uh, what they're going to do at the end of this year, as in keep him you know, or as get a, rid as of a him franchise. Or... Yeah, I guess it depends what record they finish with. But yeah, it's a tough division. You need to have elite players to get victories in the NFC right, but South he looks, at the moment. Although he looks he's done deep. pretty well. Yeah, and Anderson really and Moore deep. and Samuels have done pretty well with him throwing to them. So yeah, mm-hmm. you can't really yeah, argue when with they that. held the Chiefs close in that second half. That was one of yeah. the hey, best Bobby halves of any quarterback. Like the revelation getting out of New York. Just shows you get away from Adam Gase. Yep. Put up yep. some numbers. That okay. case is growing by the player, by the way, which is the most crazy thing. Are we done with players? 
awards. Uh, comeback no, players. MVP. And, and we've got offensive. offensive player to do as well. So I think I'll give you Ollie's <laughs> pick for offensive player of the year. <laughs> First name Dalvin, second name Cook. He's the man. He's, and he I is. would agree with that. And he he is very close yeah, to being my MVP, mainly because... Oh, wow, okay. Mainly because... He'll get some votes. MVP for me is, are you the most valuable player to your team? Like, it's you being out the difference of a team winning or losing. And the Vikings with Dalvin Cook look like a team that could get themselves back into the playoff hunt. The Vikings without Dalvin Cook look like a team that are going to be floundering with the Chicago Bears down at the bottom of the uh, NFC North by the end of the year. That That is true. It's just, with football, it's just so weighted towards the quarterback that even though you can still make that statement, but like that's... a quarterback, having, a, having an elite quarterback is the difference. Yes, okay, they can get back. The Vikings can become relevant again in their division if they win some more games, but we all know they're not going to a Super Bowl. But that's where there's why like, I think... Having Patrick Mahomes, having Russell Wilson, they've got a chance of winning a ring this year. That's why I think, though, having Dalvin Cook in the position he's in, he's he's usurping the relevance of the quarterback in Minnesota by so much, similar to the same way that Adrian Peterson did it when he was in Minnesota as well. It's um, It shows that if you have one of those elite running backs, and there's only, I would say, maybe four of them in the league, and Dalvin Cook, I put up in there as one of them, can yeah. can negate the need to have a, a great quarterback to look to like a, a point, team that can absolutely. win games. And I think Dalvin Cook's the, the light. I mean, the that. Vikings haven't got an elite quarterback, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah we I mean, that. I knew throughout that whole bit, I was just setting Jazz up for a little curve. Yeah, I, oh, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I thought, yeah. here it comes. There you go. <laughs> No, he's not teed it up high enough for me yet. Just keep lifting. Just keep, keep lifting. Now I'll swing. Yeah, okay. I like the alley-oops, man. It's good. <laughs> I mean, and and I say that it can't get you to a Super Bowl, but Derek Henry got within a game of of getting the Titans to the Super Bowl last year. So Yeah, and the San Francisco know, 49ers got to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, who now looks, when mm. the game is on his shoulders, like he isn't the guy to be the guy to take you to a Super Bowl, whereas their running game did. Whereas Dalvin Cook... That was several players, though, but, and scheme, rather than no, Dalvin Cook just putting the team yeah, on no, his shoulders sure, and just but, running all but over. But in the same way, like Dalvin Cook... In the same way Derek Henry is an incredible just bulk of a man for power offense, like we saw from Tennessee last year. Dalvin Cook... Again, just watching the Bears game this week, it's not patience like Le'Veon Bell. It's so fluid the way he moves through the line. Like mm-hmm. like the flow of the bodies in front of him adjusting and always creating different holes. Cook doesn't seem to make like big stutter steps either way. He just kind of glides in between them. And I think it's a great and I said to, about it when he had that um the big screen pass against yeah, the Packers. Blocks and He's just reading the blocks perfectly yeah. as he goes upfield. And he is a threat out of the backfield catching. And I think it's kind of underrated on Dalvin Cook more than others. Like Alvin Kamara gets, you know, so much love for that. And and I think it's just because Cook isn't asked to do it as much as maybe Alvin Kamara and Chris. We got a fifty yard touchdown from a catch. So I think already this year. So I actually I, I do think he is as versatile perhaps as those backs and just isn't asked to play that role as much. And also he, because he's he, not in the Sean Payton offense, I think. Yeah, and if if he could look well, Kirk Cousins would probably throw it out of bounds if he was trying to throw it <laughs> a screen. So, 
That's very that's true. That's a factor. Just think about that. Uh, no, right. only if it was under the lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Although right, he finally right, won right. his first Monday Night Football game, didn't he? So yeah, he did. Thanks. He I didn't mean, win. He thanks didn't to win Justin much, Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, which is weird yeah. putting the Vikings players on like two big players on that offense, and then they yeah. still look like he's on trash half the time this year. <laughs> Ollie, he's on pace for nineteen hundred yards <laughs> from scrimmage. <laughs> no rushing. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's he's incredible. He's on 954 yards rushing of eight games. It's pretty good. So yeah. It helps you and the Kevin Stefanski <laughs> offense, though, where it's run, run, pass on third down. And run, he's missed, run, what, three games? Down. Two games? Two games, I think, yeah. Because they've played nine. He's missed two. So that's uh, off seven games. Just missed one, then. That's off eight games. Oh, okay. So that's why oh, I'm yeah. looking at the stats here. Unless they've got the stats. No, no, no. They probably wrong haven't. On that, they but... probably haven't got the stats wrong. I'm just trying to think back to when I didn't have him in my fantasy team. I think he missed one. I think he missed one, bud. But yeah, I think so. yeah, he's, he's. But yeah, nuts, nuts, crazy stats. Looks great. Yeah, Is yeah, that's fair. Anybody else? I can't can, argue with that. Anybody else that can come for the the throne? Aside from quarterbacks, um... Nick Chubb could have I... if he hadn't been out for so long. Maybe I think that would have been. Mm, there. But they're splitting. But he's splitting he's with splitting Hunt with as Hunt well. Which he takes w- off he some wasn't of the at the start of the year as much. Yeah, and, they would have started bringing Chubb him into the was, offense, though. And Chubb was outdoing Hunt by a long way at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah, but it's because he's getting more of the carries. Yeah, Hunt yeah. was getting more of the third down passes or just passing plays. Yeah. So it's, Does it feel like receivers have been very... It hasn't... We haven't had like a... We're not going to have a oh, year where there's a Michael Thomas-esque like uh, ones, one receiver just killing it. D-Hop. Hopkins. He's killing it. Yeah, yeah he's he is killing. So is uh, Devontae okay, Adams in Green throw, Bay as well. We need well. to throw him in there then. Devontae Adams should be De- up there as well. Well, Devontae that. Adams was my backup. Of Adams has missed games though. But how many he's games has he like won? Three games, I think, with just him and Rogers. Okay, like he's the go-to touchdown in Green Bay. Like, oh, he's a go-to reception in Green Bay. Yeah. He's so legit. As yeah, well. he okay, might be the best. Hopkins, he then. might now be the best one in the league. Possibly. Yeah. But again, Adams, if you were looking at like Adams and Cook as well, are people that when, when you ask about MVP, I say, I don't want to go with a quarterback because it's too freaking easy to go, oh, well, he's playing great as a quarterback. Oh, look at Josh Allen. Um, I mean, you're not going to say Josh Allen for well, MVP, Obviously, I'm not going to say Josh Allen. Oh, I just wanted to say cool. somebody. I wanted to say somebody. Oh, you meant Josh Allen for the, uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one you meant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. He's actually a better quarterback than the Bills, Josh <laughs> Allen. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he makes better decisions anyway. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> but I did. And Devontae Adams was a name that immediately came into the head of like, well, who would you put if you were to pick an MVP outside the quarterbacks? Who would it be? It'd be Devontae Adams. There would be Dalvin Cook. Um, Andrew Hopkins. Hopkins. Even Stefan Diggs has played very well this year. Diggs has been, what, I think he leads the league in receptions this year? He does, yeah. I yeah. mean, he's he's one of the top. And I think it's... It's not because of the quarterback, <laughs> funnily enough. Um, well, well, no, I, I did. That, I Diggs mean, he's the one throwing the ball. Diggs makes great yeah. separation, though, as well. Diggs is yeah, like, no, but oh, he did has, you see... Plus, get to him still. That that catch in the in the um, uh, game against the Cardinals to almost win the game, apart from you know what ended up happening. Did you see that? Yeah. You guys have both watched yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I watched the end of that. Yeah, I watched the end of that. That was so sick. 
digs in the in the kind of just like like middle middle way in the end zone down oh, and down to the right to, yeah. dives to his right it was so good and that was a legit pass as well probably made it a bit harder than it needed to be yeah um but it was a really really good yeah, catch it, was a, it wasn't a great pass but he's Diggs still made the best out of it because that's what he does yeah stefan yeah. Diggs is a sound just like i did we're talking about adam thielen and <laughs> kirk cousins yeah, it's last weird, year this. <laughs> it is weird we've all got our little uh, hatred of players. problems yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the yeah. Kirk ones is real because they're going to get rid of him at the end of the year, but whatever. Probably. Moving on. Um, okay, so we've done offensive is kind of Adams or Cook, really. I think Cook takes it there. Yeah, I think Cook. Yeah, okay. Well, we've Me been very, yeah. very kind of consistent. Very, yeah, on consistent. Our, not, yeah, I know. I can't disagree with the... MVP. What you're saying. Okay, who, who have you guys got? Uh, I mean, I'll stick with Russell Wilson because it was my preseason pick, Gavage. and it looked it looked really good two weeks ago. And now he's gone off the boil shaky. a little bit. Yeah, ooh, 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 the ooh, fact that Troy Aikman ooh, said that yeah, it looks like know. he doesn't know what's going on in the game is not a good sign. <laughs> I think his offensive line is just like leaking now, and their yeah, their getting... defense is so bad that he's feeling the pressure of like having to come behind and all the games are shootouts, you know. aren't they? Because they just they just can't. yeah, like that's. Can't stop. That's a lot to expect a quarterback to do that for 16 weeks. So I'm not surprised that he was gonna like take a, a few steps back in some games. Mm. Like Rogers has done that. Rogers is having his best year for like three, four years, but he's still had games where he hasn't shown up. Like, like that game Bucks. against the Bucks. Yeah. yeah, they scored like three points or something. Oh, um, they were seven nil up, and then he threw two picks. That's right. Yeah, and that was the, it. His game was done. Kringleberry. His, uh, his brain was. Yeah, that was it. And the football god said, "No, no." That's not what no, we do. No, here. We don't like that. We did not like that. Yeah, he had another game where he um he was very basic as well. So I don't know. You you can have a great MVP season and still have a couple of bad games and people don't remember that. But it depends what he does now. And yeah. I don't I don't know. Something feels a little well, bit Seattle weird in Seattle. Have... I'm going to stay away from them in the bets for a couple of weeks. I I would be on Seattle for the next few weeks in the bets because they have the NFC East coming up. So I wouldn't <laughs> well, worry about yeah. Seattle. And I think Russell Wilson is going to make up for all of those touchdowns that he hasn't had in the last few weeks by throwing a okay, lot that, that, against... To be fair, that does help. I didn't have a look at the schedule. I thought maybe they had some tough Yeah, matches. Seattle have still got the Who East they got? to go. They've got four they've games. Got they've got Philly, New York, Washington and Dallas. They've got all four of the East. And then they've got, mm. uh, they've got the oh, Niners right. late That's on, a... I think. That's a get... That's a few get right games then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so there is time for Russell Wilson to get back All right. in the race. <laughs> I never distrusted you, Russ. Let's go. Let's cook up some shit. The thing is, Such past him, <laughs> you're looking at maybe... <laughs> Such a sellout. Past him, you're looking at maybe, what, Kyler Murray? So as much as Ollie's going to hate that as well. Well, he... Well, he's he's the most fun runner I've maybe I've ever seen. I had a wonderful Mike moment. Mike Vick was more fun to watch. Yeah, Mike Vick was better. <clears throat> But I wasn't really watching football then, if I'm honest. I watched the I watched him at the the Eagles a bit. But um, I Kyler Murray's just it's just his style. I just like his legs moving so quickly just fascinates me. It's not really, not necessarily about that. It's just the movement of the legs. Like I'm literally, I feel like I'm watching like ballet. Like yeah. I'm I'm in the front row and I'm like, what? How the fuck? Kyler Murray's the best watch in the NFL. I had a uh, a really yeah. good yeah. moment driving back on um on Sunday after work, <laughs> and my. I gave my dad a ring to talk about the game, as I do. And we eventually get sidetracked away from Roly Ball and get onto American football. And uh, no, it wasn't on Sunday, sorry. It was, no, it was just, uh, yesterday. Jeez, it got, it's all blowing into one. Um, and so we're chatting about it. And my dad says, oh, yeah, do you see the end of that 
Bill's Cardinals game. I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Like throws up an absolute prayer. And Hopkins, what an incredible catch. My dad's like, yeah, Kyler Murray's just got the best arm in football. It's like, no, he doesn't. Oh, <laughs> Ollie didn't like that. Ollie and it, did and it not went like from that. being such a nice conversation to being like, no, he doesn't, dad. No, Kyler Murray is the best athlete in the NFL right now, <laughs> but he's not the best quarterback. And my he's dad was not like, the best athlete. Ollie, that Kyler Murray has got the best arm in football, I swear down. Oh, he just throws a bullet. And I was like, and I, I, he said that. And I was like, no, he, he, yeah, he can throw powerfully, but that's like Josh Allen in Buffalo can throw a strong ball. It doesn't mean it's accurate. Kyler Murray is inaccurate with his passing and throws to the wrong shoulders a lot of the time. However, he has a great receiver in Hopkins that's making some phenomenal plays like last weekend. And he's a great runner with the ball. And he's kind of unstoppable at the moment when he gets on the move like his yeah i mean his anybody quick feet can is throw incredible. a hail mary ball into it's not coverage. impressive like, like I mean, that's whoa, whoa, not whoa, impressive whoa. not everyone can do that the three of us can't do that no you, ollie might be able to yeah. do that no I don't know. hey not I could, he yards. wouldn't be able to throw it that far he could throw a hail mary from the 30 i don't need to the 15 maybe i don't need it to be a hail mary to throw into triple coverage all right i can do that <laughs> <laughs> i can do that any day, any play. Yeah, boy. I'll do that on a run play. You watch me. I'll throw into that I was cover. And by, by Hail Mary, I think we mean that you would just hand it off to the running yeah. back. Yeah. That's, that's the Tarani football that I play. But still, I mean, that's still a very impressive feat that he's pulled off. And I feel... It was so I sick. I feel sorry for the Bills in that one. Um, yeah. But yeah. they had three defenders there. I don't know why I didn't put their biggest tight end back there like they used to in like the new yeah. Kevin Gronk back. They're going to be fine as well. They're going to be in. They're going to be in the mix. I don't feel. I don't. Feel well, they'll win the AFC East. So they're, they're Well, I say that they may not. The Dolphins might catch them, but yeah. they're likely to be there or at least a wild card team from that they'll, division. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be, it'd be a bit of a shock if they didn't get in the playoffs. Uh, Dave, who did you say then? If we come up to a, a consensus, Russell. You Russell, went Russell Wilson, Wilson. Jazz. I'd have to stick with Russ because I'm not sure who else you'd give it to. That's the thing. Apart from I said Kyler Murray, I'm not sure past that where you'd really go. I'm going to say Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the. <laughs> I was trying to think of a word that sounds uh, that's bad with V, and I couldn't off the top of my head. Yeah, he's just trap, uh, trap, crap. Um, <laughs> it's like trash and crap together. Uh, Alvin Kamara is going to end up being the MVP because. Ooh. We should have talked about him as an offensive player. Yeah, I don't know why true. Because that was poor from us. Michael to be Thomas has had a real down year. Drew Brees doesn't look like a guy that you can. Drew Brees is going to be injured for the next few. Uh, how many weeks? Yeah, but I'm talking about at this point that we've seen so far this season. Drew Brees hasn't been the guy that is like, wow, it's Drew Brees winning all of these games. Alvin Kamara is the difference maker on the New Orleans Saints. It's been touch and go with the three of those. Yeah. MVP on that, is not going to be. Offense, it's going to be a quarterback. On though, that offense, it's going to be a quarterback. Yeah, but I'm just trying to go against the grain for it of talking about the most okay. valuable player. And if they win the NFC South, Alvin Kamara will end up being the reason why they're able to do it. Here's the game changer and the game the difference maker for the Saints the next few weeks: Jameis Winston, because he's going to throw multiple pick sixes, and they're going to yeah. lose. All the games the he starts. Jazz, did you not see yeah. the workouts he was doing in the off-season that he put on Instagram? I mean, the guy can dodge a moving bag that's being pushed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So brilliant. So slow. Yeah, he's going to struggle. He's really going to struggle. I'd like, I think to see, that's... I'd like to see you dodge a bag moving that slowly because you, you're almost confused by how slowly it's coming at you. You can't read. Which way the, is it going to go? The game there must be a subtle, subtle like, curve on this. Should I move yeah, now or I in think, 20 uh, seconds? 
I think Kamara will. will but is Sean Payton going to let him air it, air it out though in the same way? I think if he's he going to try he's so and rein him in and use Kamara. I'm sure I saw it the other day when he came in for Breeze and also Hill. That there was mm. one pass to Kamara on the sideline, which is a really easy ball to throw. Pretty sure he missed it. He didn't look great, but this is and why he... I think Alvin Kamara is going to. Because I think the Saints are going to be able to pick up enough victories to probably end up winning the NFC South. I think the Bucks still win that division, especially because Breeze has got injured. Okay. If Breeze didn't get injured, I would what the agree old, with you. Yeah, it depends what the old Falcons do because they're going to spoil someone's party. You know the Falcons love the beating this the Saints. Weekend. They, you know they love ah! being... No. Spoil some parties. So I, I, so I, I, all I, we got left. I don't like that Kamara pick for MVP. I think he's the most valuable player to a team this season. But what were you just you forgot about your boy Cook? You've already moved on, so I don't respect what you're saying now. Yeah, you, if anything, like you should have Cook as the MVP and Kamara yeah. as offensive. You made a good year. case for Cook, and now you're like, yeah, but what about this guy? He was better. Yeah, because or... Alvin Kamara is going to end up winning the NFC South for the New Orleans Saints. That's why he'll be the MVP. Right. Like finishing maybe in the playoffs with the Minnesota. I mean, Vikings. the Vikings still might make it to the playoffs. Well, then it'll as have to go. As if the Vikings, seems. if the Vikings make the playoffs, it's Dalvin Cook. Otherwise, it's Alvin Kamara. Otherwise, it's or it's going to be a quarterback. quarterback it's Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray's <laughs> okay. on set for like four thousand passing yards and two thousand rushing yards, and it's just that's ridiculous, or something something insane like that. And it's like, well, yeah, he's big. You're, yeah. Watching Kyler Murray is like watching me Barry playing Sanders. Madden. Yeah, it's just, just like mad. oh, the pass isn't on, so I'm just going to run for twenty yards. Okay, don't yeah. worry about it. Like it's just he does this like he does that kind of Madden running where it's like I can go this way and then that way and I'm not going to get hit and now I've scored. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very irritating. It's crazy. He's going to get hit at some point though, right? He's, Surely. he's just not that good. He's, he's as a very clever. Not he's trying to avoid contact as well. I I rate that highly. Yeah, I know. I'm just someone's going to hit him at some point. He's a, he's. I'm either going to be vindicated that he's not as good as this season is. Or I'm going to be very annoyed waiting for a whole career for, for Kyler Murray to fall off the pedestal. Oh, no. Surely you can just... Why would you... You don't need to do that. You don't. Why don't you just... If you're wrong, you just say, okay, yeah. fine, and no, then just I mean, enjoy his, in, his career. It is, it's kind of enjoyable to watch if it wasn't so much like, oh, this is just... It, it feels like Kyra, Kyler Murray... <laughs> Kyra Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Plays a brand Murray. of football that is basically designed to get young kids to watch the NFL. It, yes, he feels yes. like a plant <laughs> by Goodell, really Goodell to be like, hey kids, yeah. do you like Madden? Well, he's well, doing It looks Madden like he's in... playing college football still, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks like college football. Well, in it the makes NFL. sense because Cliff Kingsbury, of course, was a very good college coach. Yeah, and he played yeah. that exact style of football yeah. as well so it's it's so fun though i mean like i don't know just like don't it care is. whether you're right or wrong ollie just enjoy yeah. it like i think you're probably as with most things it's like you're, you're probably a little wrong and a little right like that's fine you know he's not i don't think he's ever going to be like a really good passer but he could get better like josh allen has to his credit got better this year hey he's got better passing. receivers that can make plays on the ball yeah <laughs> all right okay here he goes yes that's yes, another career you're yes, gonna be waiting Ollie. to crash and burn no i don't need to do that because he did that himself last week when he threw that interception before then throwing the touchdown which one <laughs> threw several. i just joined on yeah, your yeah, back yeah. Like, Look, Get involved. I'm, just, I'm just going Get everywhere involved. i'm going in i'm going in and out i'm saying stuff i'm getting on hills i'm having little picnics i'm jumping off <laughs> i'm buying jazz coin i'm selling jazz coin like oh.
I'd still take the over. Who would you pick though? Cardinals or Seahawks? Bear in mind the Cardinals oh. are underdogs. Yeah, I'd, I'd pick the Cardinals, Cardinals right now. Yeah. For being underdogs, that's what I'd pick as well. Yeah. I think that their defense is slightly less trashy than Seattle as well, but which I think is like Se- dead last in a lot of metrics. I still think so. Seattle will win that game though. Nah. If I, was, I, kinda if hope I was betting on them, I'd bet do, on the Cardinals because they're a decent underdog. Yeah, I just want like a, a banger. Like yeah, yeah, it's gonna be my silly, uh, silly, and you. I think it's just it seems so likely that it's gonna come down to the last play of the game because mm-hmm. both those teams seem to like that. So, and it's a I'm not sure game. they like like yes, it. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we love just they love it. Keep it close, guys. They like well, Russell Wilson. I think that he's part of his thing is like he's like waits. He holds a little bit back. Oh, he's a showman. Fourth quarter. He's a showman. Yeah, he's, he's a showman. A... Yeah. No, that's just the that's just the call because Russell Wilson is so another like perfect nfl role model like he's the mobile quarterback that can also throw he's exactly what everybody wants to be a bit of everything at its best he's another goodell plant and it's the two goodell robots one for the old school meets the new school and then one for the pure college fans and the young kids taking on each other it's goodell bot v goodell bot on thursday night football i'm fine with it (laughs) i'm okay with it too bring on the goodell bots it's banging does that mean Tua is another one of those Goodell bots, Ollie? No, nah, Tua's a bit of a wild boy because he's down in Miami. He was never meant to like, go there. Goodell's like, no, they're gonna they're <laughs> gonna ruin his programming. They're gonna turn him into an absolute. <laughs> you know, it, give it two years and you'll look up Florida man Tua Tangavailoa is caught wrestling alligator outside Dolphins practice facility. Will be the headline <laughs> or something like that. Well, I could see he that, and he'd probably Florida. win. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, he's got a better chance of dodging it. I think. He'd probably run away from it, yeah. Yeah, he's he's yeah. got a good chance of evading the alligator rush, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to start with my best? I'll go last this week because I've got um, what I think is a very tasty one. Okay. Money. All right. Come on then, Dave. Uh, I've gone with, with the what are you going with? The New England Patriots over the Houston Texans. Smart. Pretty trash game, but uh, the Patriots are just going to run all over them. Um, Patriots win that win. game though they're not out of the AFC uh, East would that put them on five wins if they put them to five and five are they on yeah. four at the moment they're four and five God. at the minute puts them back to oh, it'd be so annoying if they start doing well down the stretch I'm quite just, enjoying them being not much between them and the Dolphins and the Bills we're just gonna play it where you know Cam's come back in and he's just running the ball really nicely and uh, oh, we're just gonna everyone's doing their job and executing really nicely and, and Jacoby Myers threw a touchdown last week to Rex Burkhead. Jaco- yeah, well that was just which a is good funny because if you watch that play as Cam throws the ball back and starts running, the defensive end literally man um, man covers Cam thinking it's gonna be the Philly special, yeah. but then Burkhead's already gone. He's already finished. Yeah. That that also showed that Cam Newton's the second best passer on the uh, New England Patriots <laughs> offense because that was a really Maybe nice third, throw. Maybe third because Edelman's also pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, d- I, I was thinking of like, oh, is that Edelman that threw that? That's no, funny. it's not. It's Myers. This was the other thing. This- oh, Cam could be comeback player of the year if they get to the playoffs. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't think you could do that. No, I found a video um, online of it was something stupid. It was it was called something like you know NFL players being dicks basically, and it was like Cortland Finnegan against Andre Johnson and uh, the Pac-Man Jones incidents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But about three or four times, Cam Newton cropped up in there as being the guy that is celebrating in front of the defense 
to their faces and then one defender's like get out of here and then cam's like hey whoa what what am i doing oh look i'm just trying to celebrate man and it's like no you're obviously antagonizing the guy right in his face like a dick you deserve to be pushed are you trying to make a case that Cam Newton's not an amazing person? This, no, because it feels like that's the most obvious point. It ever. was just that I was trying to remember, like I was struggling for a bit watching the rerun of the Pats game from Sunday night. Of like, like everybody seems to still be kind of on the like Cam Newton's a good guy train, and he gave like balls out to uh, fans right. and all that kind of thing. Like, why have I got this thing in my head where I don't like Cam? Oh, that's why I watched that YouTube video, and I was like, yeah, that's the reason. Also. I will give Cam Newton. Some, what about his clothes? I want to give like that inst- Cam Newton Sorry, some credit because he's the only player that has worked out how to use that end zone touchdown camera properly, and it is mm, one of my favourite things that highlights the <laughs> stupidity of NFL players at times, which is Love they all funny. run towards that camera, and there's a perfect point at like just after the yeah, back of the yeah, end zone yeah. where they they're in full shot and instead they're like no yeah. i need to be close to the camera so they run straight up to the camera and basically take yeah. themselves out of shot so for their yeah. big moment it's just the top <laughs> of their head and then everybody else in the background is like yeah 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 great great and cam's the only one that stands in the perfect position yeah. every time it's, it cracks me up so but much don't you, on think, those don't you think that he's the kind of guy that would practice that in the stadium oh yeah before the game yeah because he's or his marketing manager told him this is how many yards you got to stay away from it. Yeah, no, it's like here. it's like the slam dunk contest in in the NBA. Like he's taped out his point. You know, he's marked it off with a bit of tape. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-game, like if I score, that's where I'm going. Yeah, there we go. Like yeah, people like mark off like the behind the free throw line and stuff like that in the dunk contest. Yeah. But yeah, that was just an amu- something that, that um, amused me. That <coughs> so NFL game players, two, Dave. Like NFL players can't work. Cameras. So Patriots are going to beat the Texans. Yeah. I've got the Dolphins beating the Broncos. Yeah. I've got the Falcons beating the New Orleans Saints. I like that one a lot. Book it, book it. I've got the Browns uh, beating the Eagles. Sorry, Ollie. I've got the Minnesota Eagles. Vikings minus seven against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and I just didn't trust that one. Yeah, I know. It, there's there's two here that I'm finishing with that I didn't want to get involved in, but I have. <laughs> so okay. I feel like I feel like they're one or both of those is going to bang me. Um, the Washington football team to beat the Cincinnati Bengals, and I am denied about either of those. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it fits my narrative. Alex Smith, comeback player of the year, he played very well last week. He's going to beat the Bengals, so that's why I'm going with that. Okay. Oh, yeah. What does that What does that get you? Forty-three to one, which is pretty good for me because i tend to be like quite low just you oh, wait dave that's... just you wait till i see what i got oh, god up. how much is it? 200 to one or something and the rest jazz <laughs> huh got ollie what you got uh well i've literally just made my bet because i forgot Excellent. about this did you forget to do it <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is gonna be panicky and weird this is gonna be a weird one no no it's okay um I really hope it's the one that gets you a win. Because I've gone for the, I've gone for odds, so okay. I think the Saints will beat the Falcons, but I've gone, Boom. but I've gone for the Falcons to beat them in my bet. So I'm backing okay. them. Um, oh, sweet, nice. Okay. I'm going for, so I'm going for there. the Bengals to beat the Washington Football Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jazz, yeah, say the enough. name properly. I've gone. I said it fine this week, so whatever. <laughs> it's me that's the problem. No, yeah. I said it like four times last yeah, week. Yeah, Jazz like two weeks ago said said it four times. In no, that was minute. last week. <laughs> yeah. 
just just couldn't stop saying it. Wanted yeah. to say it more than ever. It was in uh, my brain, clearly. I'm going for the Patriots against the Texans. I'm going for nice. the Vikings to beat the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going for the yeah, boys. Chargers to beat the Jets. Only because I want to back the Chargers in a win for once. I just want to back I... them when they win. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to take the Eagles against the Browns. Because I loved Doug Peterson getting called out on Philly Radio this week. It was amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, that was. Did you hear that on the around so the NFL? good. Yeah, that was phenomenal. What did they say? Oh so the Eagles' local radio station has a chat with Doug Peterson every really single bad. week. Yeah, and uh, they decided to play a thing that was basically the results of their poll of why the Eagle people felt the Eagles had lost that week just before bringing Doug Peterson onto the show on the phone call but he can still obviously he's connected to the studio so he can hear everything and it's like 78 percent of people think believe that the eagles lost because of coaching this weekend uh guys so and here's doug so peterson. Welcome to the studio here doug peterson eagles head coach joining us on the line and he's just like i'm really pissed off guys like i have i have lived up to what i need to do contractually just by being on the show now and being like hey like should I just hang up? Should I just hang up? He's like, no, 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 don't, no, no, don't, don't. Like, tries to joke it off. He's like, no, I'm really pissed off. Yeah, it was outrageous. So I actually really outrageous. Actually, so you think he's going to coach angry? That's awkward. And he's going to get the win. I think the front. I think the front seven of the defense can slow down Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt enough to maybe, if just Wentz can have one game of being okay, just. I know for sure you're, but that's all he needs to do, and you would walk your division. But he can't do it, and he hasn't done it so far. And we've all been waiting for him to do it every week. We and think it feels oh, like it's this week, and yeah, and and like because the Browns aren't a very good team. Like outside of like outside of a few players that are having good seasons. Like overall, the picture of the Browns isn't great, and my mm-hmm. boy M- Baker Mayfield is looking bad. Yeah. So like, y- you guys should be the favorites in this, but I can't. I can't see the Eagles beating anyone right now. Yeah. It's not good, man. Yeah, well, I I felt bad about last Ugh, week. I don't I like it. I thought I should come back with the Eagles. And... What did you get as odds? Uh, 38 to 1. Right. Nice. So I, I think your odds are pretty good there. Actually, I see your 38 to 1, and I see your 40... Was it 45 to 1, Dave? Uh, 43. 43 oh, to Jesus. 1. Okay. And I raise oh, you Jesus. to oh, 195 oh, to 1. <laughs> All right, so one sec, Jazz. Oh yeah, that's right. We're hold on, hold on, big hold on, dick hold on. energy today. Is this? Is this? Oh, I'm excited. Is this I'm the excited. biggest six-team acre potential that we've had? The <sighs> one that won last year was 185. So this is bigger. This is just bigger. This is like AFC, uh, NFC Championship game. Nick Foles was last year. This is Super Bowl Nick Foles, BDN Energy coming in. This, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. which is so different right, to right. what Monday Night Football Nick Foles against the Vikings Energy was, which was yeah. like, yeah. All right, Jazz. So I've picked five underdogs and one with the spread. I've okay. picked your Atlanta Falcons to beat the Saints because they're going to yeah. do it. I've picked the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Washington Football Team because they're going to do it. I picked the Tennessee Titans to repeat their playoff victory over the Ravens I had this I almost had that I have the Packers to beat the Colts because this is the week where their defense gets shredded by Devontae Adams I have the Steelers beating the Jacksonville Jaguars by at least 10 points and I have 
your Philadelphia Eagles to beat the trash that is the Cleveland Browns. Okay, I'm definitely putting a pound on that. That is not £195 worth of bets. Like, that's not 195 to 1 unlikely in my head. Yeah, I put £5 on it, so my returns are 983 Cool. And it's the extra 25% with Bet365, so I might actually win pretty much 1200 quid at the weekend. All right. That'd be I'm nice. rolling with Jazz Coin this week. Wow. Okay. Falcon. And there's, there's five in the 6 o'clock window and one at the 9.05 window, so... By eight o'clock, eight thirty, we'll know if we're uh, potentially getting richer. And sure, if the the last one is the Packers Colts game, if I've won all five and that's the last one going, pretty much as soon as the Packers have a lead, might cash out for like six hundred quid. Let's just have a look through. Sorry, can you just read them out again? The Falcons to beat the Saints. Yeah. The Bengals to beat the football team. The Titans to beat the Ravens. The Packers to beat the Colts. The Eagles to beat the Browns and the Steelers to beat the Jags and cover the minus 10 spread. They are pretty close games outside. The Falcons are obviously underdogs. They're all underdogs. I mean, the Eagles are 8 to I know, five. but not by... But like those like Green Bay Colts, like that's a coin flip game. The really. Titans game is 9-4 to four for the Titans to win. Wow. That's the big odds booster right there. Yeah. And they're and all... I, the Ravens aren't playing very yeah, well as well. but that Titans... lost in the playoffs. The only thing that puts me off is the Titans' defence is not as good as I think I was... No, it's not. Yeah, neither is the Ravens' defence either. So they're going to have King Henry running all over them and just chewing the clock up. That's but what's going to happen. If a, a, it does still take a I good defence to stop Lamar Jackson. His yeah. throwing has been poor this year. I will, I, like, oh. I will say his distribution hasn't been great, but it's he is tight, still... Though. Yeah. That, those are all games. I mean, how many times this 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 kind of year That's we said if only we bet on these four underdogs that well, we never thought would win yeah. and put, they did. I've just put that bet on and I can only get 165 quid for it. So I think the the bookies are starting to believe in you, Jazz, in what you in what you're saying there. Is what it, what was that on? That was bet on 365. Bet 365. Oh, okay, I literally right. just I got put 190. that. 190. All right. Um, you're gonna have to send me a screenshot, Jazz. So I, I'll do it right now for you. Just read it, read it out twice. Do you? Yeah, yeah but, he asked me to you know, repeat it as well, didn't he? Which yeah, is interesting. I kind of assumed that I just he wanted was, to think about I it. I kind of assumed that he was repeating it for you so you could put it into the phone like nah. I was doing at that point. Big thanks for listening once again to the Return the Picks podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Return the Picks on both of those. Remember to get onto Anchor.fm, our host, or Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere else that's a good podcasting outlet. Like and review and subscribe and do all that good stuff. Um, send us any feedback via our own Twitter handles as well. David Bluck one for Dave, Jazz Gillum for jazz and o underscore j underscore wilson for myself you can also follow us all on instagram as well at david bluck on instagram at jazz gillam on instagram and o underscore j underscore wilson on instagram for me i don't think you need the ats actually um on instagram i can't remember um big thanks for listening take care enjoy the football gamble safely and all that good stuff stay safe and uh, next week it's thanksgiving and jazz gets to wear the eli manning jersey hooray
I've got little Dan this week, so I need to find him know. and destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. What's that from? The Matrix. That's the Matrix. Okay. 